Hello and welcome to the Joy Mom Summit. I am so excited to have you join us here on the podcast. I have some incredible speakers and I have a surprise speaker, talk number eight. I am so excited that you're here and I know, I just know that God has something for you, mama friend. You are meant to live a life of joy and intention, purpose, and peace, and that's why you're here at the Joy Mom Summit. So may this conference-style summit bless you, and let me know how it went for you. Definitely email me, reach out at 500secondstojoy at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Now let's get into this Joy Mom Summit and let's give thanks to the Almighty God, the Joy Giver. Hello, hello. It is the last talk of the Joy Mom Summit, and I am the surprise speaker. Did you guess that? <laughs> I'm Stephanie. I'm the host of this podcast, 500 Seconds to Joy. And if you don't know about me, just a little bit about me, I am Catholic and I am married. And I have three little ones. I absolutely love Jesus. I love my Catholic faith. I love reading the Bible. And I love my husband and kids. And I've been married, let's see, oh, I think it's either seven or eight years now. Isn't that bad that I don't know that? Um, I believe it's seven years this year, yes. And my daughter is five, my son is three, and my youngest daughter is almost one. So, that's a little bit about me. I obviously host this podcast and I love to write. So I love writing a monthly devotional and I actually write more often than that. And I'm writing a book, a devotional for moms. And I just really believe that the word of God can transform us. And so I'm always trying to be in God's word and writing about it and just pointing moms to his word. So if you're not on my newsletter yet, the monthly newsletter, it comes out once a month just go to bit.ly forward slash monthly happy mail. Okay, let's get into the talk. I want to talk with you about why your phone use is probably an idol and what to do about it. Now, first, just disclaimer that I'm talking to myself here too. As a young mom, I don't have it all figured out and we are really the first generation of moms who are dealing with this problem of having a smartphone, basically having a laptop in a small version, right? We basically have access to everything that you'd have access to on a computer. And it's small, it fits in our pocket, it's easy to take out at any time of day. And yeah, it's just hard. It's a problem. And I think a lot of us struggle with it, but we don't know where to turn. We don't know who to tell the struggle to. We're worried that someone's going to judge us. But I want to let you know that there's no judgment here. And God is not about judging you for your failings. And I believe that using your phone too much is a failing. Yes, I would admit that I struggle with that. It's something that I fail at. But I believe that God wants to help us overcome this struggle. And it doesn't mean we're going to get it perfect every time. It doesn't mean we're always going to get it right. But I do believe that bringing awareness to this issue of using our phones too much, checking it too much throughout our day, in front of our kids, at work, whatever it is, um, I really believe that shining a light on this is going to help us. So I want to start with this idea of an idol. 
So, you know, way back in the beginning of the Bible, Exodus chapter 32, the golden calf. And this is when the people, you know, Moses had just led them across the Red Sea. And, um, you know, here they are, they're going to get the Ten Commandments and he's going up the mountain, but he delayed. So I think that's an interesting word to think about. He delayed, right? Um, So we can think about what do we do with idle time? I know I often grab my phone. I pull it out. I just check something really quickly. I text somebody, check my email, maybe social media, although I'm not really doing social media right now. I don't post. Sometimes I check it. I will say sometimes I go on my web browser and check Instagram or Facebook and I can easily get sucked into that even though I'm not technically on social media right now. Anyway, idle time. Let's talk about that. So here Moses is delayed and the people form this golden calf. They ask Aaron to do it and Aaron, who's supposed to be one of the leaders, he even falls prey to this sin of idolatry. And so here they are, they make this golden calf. And just a side note, is gold bad? No. Is our phone bad? No. That's the tricky part, right? It's really our use of them that can become disordered and dare I even say bad. Really our phone is a tool. So the question is how will you use it? And we're gonna revisit this question a little bit later. Um, But right now I wanna talk about how quickly we forget what God has done for us, right? God used Moses to lead the people out of slavery. And then they forget about God and they don't worship the one true God, they worship this golden calf. And it's because Moses delayed. And I think that's so interesting and something we can really ponder about what do we do when there's a delay, when there's idle time, there's time to kill, right? Um, So how quickly we forget all that God has done for us and he's rescued us, he's freed us from sin. Um, But we often turn to earthly things to satisfy us instead of worshiping the one true God. So that's really what an idol is. And that's why I believe our phone is often an idol because we're kind of worshiping it, right? We're, we're holding in our phone in our hand, this phone, and we're bowing our heads down. It almost looks like we're bowing down to a golden calf. So I just think that imagery is really powerful to meditate on and ponder. And again, there is no condemnation here. I don't want this conversation to feel like judgment. I just want to have this conversation with you like over a cup of coffee like just a friend right because we're in this together and we're all trying to grow in holiness together right so instead of turning to earthly things we want to turn to god right deuteronomy 6 says you shall love the lord your god with all your heart so do we love him with all our heart or is our heart divided do we love checking our phone more than we love checking our bible ouch is our heart all in for god like i said we have divided hearts we just do that is a human experience we want to turn our whole heart to god we want to love god with all our heart but we fail right and praise god he is merciful so i mean that's why jesus came right he came to die and rise for us for our sins because he knows we're human He knows we're going to fall down. He knows that 
even when we want to love him with all our heart. We don't. We, we struggle, right? And even St. Paul says, I do the things I don't want to do and I don't do the things I want to do. I mean, if Paul struggled with that, I believe we're going to struggle with it too. So I want to encourage you right now that God is merciful, right? He is so merciful. And even in Exodus, way back in the Old Testament, we, we sometimes think wrongly that the New Testament is where Jesus's mercy is highlighted and God's, you know, punishment and condemnation is in the Old Testament. Well, he does punish us out of love, right? Kind of like a parent, right? There has to be some consequences in life. But if you go to Exodus thirty-three nineteen, it says, and he said, so God is saying to Moses, I will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim before you my name, the Lord, and I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. So God has always been merciful. He knows that as human beings, we struggle with sin. We struggle to keep our minds and hearts completely fixed on him. We struggle with a divided heart. We struggle to love him with all of our heart. So there is no shame or condemnation here. But there may need to be repentance, right? I encourage you to do a little heart check right now. And turn to Psalm 51, which is just beautifully written. Um, David just pouring out his heart to God. We all need to be more like David, right? Psalm 51 verse 1 says, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your merciful love. And verse 10 says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. So if you're finding yourself struggling with checking your phone too much or using it in ways that just aren't the best for you or your family and don't help you grow in holiness and in closeness with the Lord, just recognize that God is so merciful and you can cry out to God like David does in Psalm 51. So after a heart check and maybe most likely some form of a repentant prayer, we all need to figure out how we're going to use our phone as the tool it is. So like I said, you know, the gold that was turned into a golden calf, the gold itself isn't wrong. Gold can be used for all kinds of things. It was how they used it that was wrong. And so that's what we want to think about with our phone use. How are we using it? How are we using this powerful tool? Technology is not good or bad. It's our use that could be classified as that. And I just want to declare, moms, and I'm speaking to myself here too, we need to stop normalizing a distracted, overly connected life. That isn't what God wants for us. At the end, I'm going to talk about some practical tips, but really, I think this topic is so important for us to shift our hearts. It's really a heart check, a a shifting of how we view our phone and how we can orient our hearts and minds toward God instead of the things of the world, because I feel like the phone represents the things of the world. Do you agree? Okay, so getting back to what I said. And again, I'm speaking to myself here as well. 
we need to stop normalizing a distracted, overly connected life. Um, you might hear kids singing in the background because that's my mom life here. <laughs> I am a stay-at-home mom. Um, okay, so we're going to stop normalizing this distracted, overly connected life. We're going to live our mom lives on purpose. We're going to stop the mindless checking and scrolling on our phone, and we're going to get intentional about using it as a tool. So some more Bible verses. Um, Psalm 118.24 says this is the day which the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it so that's just an incredible verse that always reminds me this is the day it's not yesterday it's not tomorrow this is the day and saint gianna beretta mola said live holy the present moment right we can't rejoice in this day or live the present moment in holiness with a phone constantly in our hand okay steph i get it like Get off your soapbox. I get it. (laughs) Where do we go from here, though? What is the answer? How do we use as our phone as a tool, as the tool that has been created to be? How do we turn away from using it in a way that's like an idol? And how do we use it as the tool it has been created to be? Well, there's no quick fix. There's no step one, two, three or 10 quick tips to stop the frequent phone checking, I believe there is grace, there is perseverance, and there is a reorienting of our heart and mind. First, grace. So I've asked God many times for help with my phone use, and I will continue to ask him for help. And each time I feel like I hear him say to my heart what he said to Paul. And remember, Paul said that there was some thorn that he asked Jesus to remove. And we don't know what that was. It was some sort of sin or temptation he had. And here's what God said. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. I'm going to read that again. That's 2 Corinthians 12, 9. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So God's grace is sufficient And his power is made perfect through our weakness. So are we weak? Yes. Will we stumble and fall and struggle with using our phones in ways that aren't best for us? Checking it too much? Being on social media at inopportune times? Yes, we will. But God's grace is sufficient. And his power is made perfect through our human weakness. God's glory and power truly can shine when we are humbling ourselves and admitting that we need him, allowing him to help us because he will. He might not always take away the temptation, which is, I believe, what Paul is referring to here in in these passages right before um, 2 Corinthians 12, 9. The, The verses that lead up to it, Paul is saying that he asked God to remove that thorn in his side and God God's response was, my grace is sufficient, right? So he didn't remove the temptation. So maybe our temptation to check our phone too much won't be removed, but God will help us. He will give us his power. He will work in and through us, and his grace is sufficient. Okay, let's talk about perseverance. Philippians 3.14 says, I press on toward the goal 
for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And the verses before this say that we forget what's behind and what's ahead. And so that leads me to believe we're just focused on what's going on right now. And we press on. We persevere. Hebrews 12, 1-2 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Really powerful verses. Hebrews 12, 1-2. We lay aside sin which clings so closely. And how close is our phone usually? I think it can lead us into sin, wouldn't you say? It does for me. Um, let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. If you're a mom, that's the race that's set before you. If you're a wife, that's the race that is set before you. If you're homeschooling, that is the race that is set before you. If you're working outside the home, that is the race that is set before you. If you're volunteering, if you're doing a ministry, if you're caring for a sick parent, that is the race that is set before you. So let us run with perseverance, the race that is set before us. And we look to Jesus. He is our ultimate example of how to live well. So we're going to reorient our hearts and minds, friends. Romans 12, 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that you may prove what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So in not being conformed to this world, we need to read our Bibles and good spiritual books more than we look at our phone, more than we're texting and FaceTiming and checking email and scrolling Pinterest or looking at social media. We need to be spending more time with God and with our people, you know, looking at our kids in the face, looking in their sweet little eyes, noticing how they're growing just noticing everything about them, being present with them. We need to allow God into every part of our day. Allow him to transform us, to transform our mind. And we need to be opening our Bible more than we're opening the, the apps on our phone. And I'm going to get into this at the very end. There are some really good apps that I recommend. But I truly believe that to be transformed by the renewal of our mind, we need to be spending more time in his word. Don't you think? I know I need to be. Okay, last Bible verse. Joel 2, 12 to 13. Yet even now, says the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, and tear your hearts and not your garments. So again, this is the heart change that I'm talking about. We need to recognize that our phones are stealing something from us. Our time, our attention, maybe even our money, going on Amazon and buying too much, over-consuming in every way. And instead, we need to return to the Lord with all our heart. 
So I invite you to get quiet with God. At some point today or this coming week, meditate on any of these scriptures. They'll be in the show notes. Ask God to help you with your phone use and your particular situation because I can't prescribe a solution. I don't know what is going on in your life and in which ways you need to turn back to the Lord, return to him with all your heart. I know we all need to do that. That Bible verse is for each and every one of us. And how we're meant to do that? Well, that is when you get quiet with God, whether it's five minutes or 50 minutes. I always say that. Time doesn't matter. God's outside of time and space. But getting quiet with him, asking him how he wants you to use your phone, how he wants you to transform this part of your life, how he wants you to make changes, actual changes, so that your phone is not an idol and you use it as a tool, the tool it's been created to be. So let me end with some things that have helped me. First, out of sight, out of mind. Okay, we don't want our phones always in our hand, right? That's not good for anybody. So when you have determined, okay, I don't think this is a good time to be on my phone. Maybe it's meal times. Maybe it's during homeschool. Maybe it's during a play date. Put your phone in a cabinet or a drawer or someplace where it's out of sight, out of mind. If you need to be able to hear notifications for text messages or calls, you can turn your phone on ring and you can still hear it. I do that when I'm waiting for someone to call me or I need to know when my husband's on his way home from work um, for dinner. I just turn it on ring and then I put it in the cabinet and close it and it's out of sight, out of mind less tempting to check your phone when it's out of sight, out of mind. This leads into sacred times of day that you're going to be putting your phone away. Um, dinner time or just meal time in general, it's a good, good time to start. You know, those could be sacred moments where you don't have your phone out during a meal time. Scripture before scrolling. So in the morning, if you are tempted to grab your phone, which I actually read the scriptures on my phone, on the Laudate app, that's L-A-U-D-A-T-E. And I actually read the daily readings before checking my email and text and all of that. So scripture before scrolling, I think is a good um, little, I don't know what, a phrase? I guess that's the word, (laughs) a good phrase to consider, to keep in your mind. Um, Speaking of considering, consider getting off social media. I know that's a hard one and I know that, you know, as a mom, especially for me staying home and not always interacting with other adults during the day, maybe you can relate. You're wanting to connect, you're wanting that just um, adult interaction and maybe social media is the way you do it. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but I'm saying that consider, consider not using social media for maybe Lent, right? This is the season of Lent. Maybe consider not using it and see how you feel. Maybe consider only using it on certain days of the week, um, making sure that Sundays are a Sabbath where you're not being um, pulled into the world and you're instead turning to God on that day. So just consider your social media use and consider not using it. Um, Another tip is to ask your kids and spouse to keep you accountable. So you can tell them, hey, I'm working on my phone use. I really want to spend more time with God and I want to spend more time with you. I want to be more present in my life and more intentional about how I'm spending my time and how I'm using my phone. 
Can you help me with that? And I'm sure most of your spouses and kids will say yes. So of course, pray about it. That goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, If you're needing help with this area of your life and you feel like maybe you're using your phone too much or maybe it's becoming an idol in your life somehow, ask God to help you with it. Pray about it. Um, Use apps well. So this is the time where I'm going to tell you, use your phone to pray, to meditate, to learn about God's word more and to get closer to him. I believe that there's some great apps out there that allow you to do that. So your phone is a tool and how cool is it that you can listen to my voice from anywhere in the world. I just had someone email me from Mexico and how incredible is that? I love technology for the fact that I can connect with so many people this way. I can FaceTime my family that's in a different state. Um, I can produce this podcast and anybody can listen to it anywhere in the world. It's incredible. So let's use our apps well. Let's think about how we're using apps. I suggest even if you do use social media, don't use the Instagram or Facebook app. If you can help it, just check it on the web browser on your phone um, or use the app and then delete it. I don't know. I just think it's so easy to just click an app and check it constantly throughout your day when you're bored and have that idle time, right? So use apps well. I'm going to suggest three different apps that I just really love and use a lot, probably almost daily. The Amen app, A-M-E-N, Amen. It's um, just incredible, lovely meditations. It's free. The Hallow app, H-A-L-L-O-W. That's also a free app, but you can pay to unlock all of the features. Wonderful app that I've talked about before. And then the Laudate app, L-A-U-D-A-T-E. And that is also free. So I will put those in the show notes in case you want to check those out. I'll put the names so you can go search them in your app store and use apps well. I'm always trying to do that and I encourage you to think about that as well. Okay, have a journal to jot down your thoughts and your to-dos. So we often, you know, jot things down in our planner, but also you can have a journal a notebook. Um, I like to call this the notebook method. I want to talk about this more on the podcast, but basically instead of checking something on your phone, just quickly going there, maybe you've already put your phone away for that time period of the day and you have something that you want to check on your phone later. Maybe there's someone you need to text or maybe there's some email you need to write. Just jot it down in this special journal that you know that's where your to-dos are, or you can even use your planner and just have all of that in a little notes section of your planner, however that works for you. Because I think a lot of times we just think, oh, we need to check check this one thing, right? And then we get sucked into using our phone for all kinds of things, checking the news, checking social media, seeing who texted, and maybe all we needed to do was send one email. So I suggest using a journal, you know, just writing pen to paper and having that list somewhere that's not on your phone where you're not just pulling it out all day to get tasks done. Maybe batching that for a time that you're deciding, okay, I'm going to be on my phone right now and I'm okay with that. And lastly, always begin again. This is a lifelong process, growing in holiness, growing in closeness to the Lord, being intentional with our time, not succumbing to, you know, worshiping things other than God, idolatry, 
This is a lifelong pursuit, and I just want to encourage you to just begin again. Turn to the Lord. Reorient your heart and mind. Know that his grace is just overflowing for you. His grace is sufficient, and you can persevere. And I just want to encourage you, friend, that the fact that you're here at this Joy Mom Summit listening to this talk means you are ready. You're ready for God to renew your heart and mind And that is incredible. So let's end with a prayer. God, I want to pray over each of these listeners. I pray that you help each of us, me included, God, to just turn our hearts to you. Help us to not use our phone in unhealthy ways. Help us to not succumb to idolatry. Help us not to worship the things of this world, but to instead worship you, God, the one true God. Renew our hearts and minds today. Help us to know how to use our phone as a tool. Give us your wisdom. We know that those who ask will receive. So we are asking God, and please send your wisdom our way. Help each of us to grow in closeness to you more and more day by day and help us to be present. Help us to be present to you, God, to our husband, to our children, our friends, our family, whoever we're in relationship with. Help us to be present to them. Help the phone to not be a stumbling block. We ask all of this in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Well, that's it for the Joy Mom Summit. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you listen to all the talks, woohoo! If you just listen to one, woohoo! <laughs> totally fine. There's no pressure here. I really pray that this time listening to me and these other lovely speakers um, for this Joy Mom Summit was a blessing. I really hope and pray that it has inspired you, encouraged you, equipped you, and just helped you grow in your relationship with God because that is what this life is all about. And I just pray blessings over you and I hope you just feel joyful today that the joy of the Lord is your strength and that God just pours so much peace and joy into your life today. And again, I really appreciate you being here. I know that you have a million things to do and there are just so many ways to spend your time. So thank you for spending your time here with me and my lovely guests on the podcast. Thank you so much. And we will do this again. The spring 2022 Joy Mom Summit is officially wrapped. And remember, you can always come back to the podcast and listen to these episodes anytime you'd like. Thank you so much for being here. I'll talk with you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Mom's podcast. Thanks for tuning in today, friend. I'm so grateful for you. Let's connect on my email list. Go to bit.ly forward slash monthly happy mail and we can be email besties. What do you think? Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for being here. Have a joy-filled day. Bye for now. Bye for now.